I'm Ryan Betson. I'm Max Cooper. And this week, we got to do something super cool. So big thank you to the team over Bandai Namco Australia. We got to see this little sneaky, uh, the behind closed doors in a COVID world keynote presentation for the latest in the Dark Pictures anthology, The House of Ashes. This is the third, third. in the series. And Max, give us a rundown what it's about. So courtesy of... The Dark Pictures website. It's a military unit searching for chemical weapons unearthed something far deadlier in the ruins of a buried Sumerian temple deep beneath the Arabian desert. Something evil is awakened, savage and unstoppable. A nest of ancient and unearthly creatures has found a new prey to hunt. Sounds nuts. Mm. So what we got to see is we saw about a 20 minute total presentation with about 10 minutes of gameplay, which will be interspliced with what we discussed here today, uh, as well as a 10 minute discussion uh, from the games di- game director himself, Will Doyle. Uh, and he gave us a bit of a rundown about what the game is about, what they're hoping to achieve, where it's set, where it's going. Where do you want to start, Max? We have a little bit to run through, actually. We both took a bunch of notes real profesh about it. <laughs> real profesh. Uh, you, so I mean, we can kick off with uh, the main the main act. So in the in the previous two uh, Dark Pictures anthology games, there has been like one key main actor. Yes. Uh, so the one in this uh, in this title will be Ashley Teasdale. Uh, for me, I think she was in Scary Movie Five. That's the movie that I think of her in. High School Musical. I, I haven't seen High School Musical, man. Like, come on. Get your head in the game, right? <laughs> ah, I know that reference, though. Yeah, so, uh, of course, like like the other two, they do have that main pinpoint actor, you know, something that was certainly uh, kicked in a gear with the likes of uh, Supermassive in Until Dawn with Hayden Prashner, um, from known from Heroes, so I can never pronounce his surname. Uh, no, uh, Rami Malek. And Rami Malek as well. This yeah. is like back in the day before he became the Rami Malek that we know. Um, so that's pretty cool. So, so we saw her originally in like a teaser trailer wading mm-hmm. through a pool of blood with a bone torch, but we get a little bit more background of this. So one thing they also touched upon in this presentation, which I think would be a good place to start and then we can get into the more specifics of the stories and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And that is the type of horror that we're dealing with. So they were discussing how in previous iterations of the Dark Pictures Anthology, they're wanting to hit different senses, different feelings, right? Yep. So... Uh, in uh, uh, a little hope it was a lot more of like the supernatural witch trial sort of thing based around Salem uh, and in Man of Medan it was based around a real ghost boat story uh, and it was more of a sort of a tri- attempt of like a psychological sort of horror with the idea of people losing their mind uh, on a boat where here they have gone for a more environmental horror approach very similar to that of uh, Alien and Predators so that it'd be constantly being hunted by this weird, creepy, alien-esque creature. And I mean, uh, they, they specifically name drop uh, HP Lovecraft with Mountains of Madness. Yeah. So they're doing that that exploration horror. Yeah, it's got, I, for me, like, and as, as we're hearing these little clicky noises that the creature is making, it's like, we're about to get stalked by something brutal. So, so how, how do you feel about them doing this third approach in, the, in a different genre of uh, of horror? I think it plays to the strength because obviously they're because they're their own self contained stories, games. It's nice to see a change of direction 
Because mm. obviously the first two are very different from each other. Uh, and to keep that going, I think, keeps the games fresh. Mm-hmm. Because because that way it also makes sense that it is an anthology and they are taking these breaks between the games. It it it, it, it gives a... Uh, not a reason, but like it, it explains the breaks because they're not doing, they're not just pumping out the same style of game each time. I completely agree. So the, with the idea of the anthology, to me, it seems like yeah. a collective of horror and or dark mm. pictures in this case, as they've named them. So <clears throat> with that, <coughs> apologies, everyone. I've just come, my voice has just come back after lost a little day. It's a bit rough. Um, so like having a cool little sampler approach has me yeah. excited because we know there was like an eight or something movie deal uh, in regards yeah. to the Dark Pictures Anthology. So knowing that we're going to get something so tonally different each time. It's like um, a tasting plate of horror games. Yeah, pretty much. I think uh, to me, that's certainly a, a big, big thing. Um, very similar to, you know, Little Hope and Dark Picture, uh, sorry, Little Hope and Man of Medan. This is based on a real world idea or a real world concept. In that case, it is uh, around the ancient kingdom of Akkad, mm-hmm. uh, with a temple being built by this uh, by this self-proclaimed god, uh, the king, king of the Akkadian Empire, Naram Sin. Uh, so it's originally built in around 22, uh, 2250 BC. The idea being that this gentleman has upset the gods and he's put and they've put a curse onto his people Mm. and so he's attempted to you know rebuild the love with the gods by creating this giant temple nah jokes on them didn't happen and then eventually over time the uh the temple gets buried uh the game itself set in 2003 as you as you alluded to before max bunch of people seeking wmds in this area they are essentially attacking some some iraqi militants uh and then the ground crumbles underneath them and they fall into the temple and that is where it all sort of kicks in a gear so with that we see a series a, a team built up of a bunch of u.s special forces uh air force cia and a bunch of other three letter names you've you've heard of including one iraqi soldier which is such a cool idea, actually, sort of combining that and people having to work with your enemy, yeah. you know, enemy, the enemy is my friend and whatever. So what do you think of the setting? Uh, I think it's going to, I think it's going to, I think it's going to work well. Uh, it's, it's supernaturally enough. It's super, it could be supernatural enough to give that, that tension. Cause obviously this, this thing uh, that's, that's hunting us or is essentially stalking you through the, through the thing, like, from what we saw in the footage, it's all very because it because you fall into basically this giant crater. It's very labyrinthian, closed quarters, high tension areas. And I think it's going to play out really well. I think it, the setting makes sense for what they what they're trying to do. Yeah, and I and I agree because the idea of they're trying to create some sort of ancient creature or some mm. long lost cryptozoology esque thing, like having it exist in this underground temple is. A, it gives me old Temple of Doom sort of vibes. You know, it's got that real sort of ancient civilization. And with that comes a lot of unknowns, right? And that that's that's I'm a big fan of, right? Like if you ground it in like the you know like like Little Hope, the Salem Witch Trials. Well, we have a relative understanding of how they went down. There is a grounding here, where there we're here. It's like well, it's grounded in a reality, but there's still enough ambiguity to create a cool creature that doesn't fit our standard uh, understanding of. Um, of what a creature should be in that space. 
Um, let's see. Anything? What else we sort of run into before we get into the the gameplay footage itself, though? Uh, let's see. One of the key things they discussed is they talked about how they uh, they want you to feel exposed, vulnerable, and threatened, and feel like something's watching you at yeah. all times. So, like I mentioned before, uh, a lot of what we saw was them uh, basically. Uh, traversing through this this labyrinth cave system so it was very claustrophobic very closed off very dark and you see for like a split second like a frame of this thing just dashing across the screen and then i mean uh, i jumped it was you and me on the <laughs> discord coin. yeah <laughs> but then you're opening up into these vast uh caverns like when you yeah. when you reach this the, the front of that temple it's this big massive open space there's no cover there's nothing to hide behind you're you you're, you're either completely out in the open exposed like they want you to be or you're stuck in these tight corridors vulnerable from the something that's, that's, yeah, yeah the, something that's hunting you yeah it's mad it's absolutely mad i love that as an idea and what they've done to make that uh the uh, appear to, to create that more sense of fear and that sense of openness and tightness is they've removed what was one of the staples of the Dark Pictures anthology, which was the uh, fixed cameras. Mm. That is gone. Uh, in, in a complete mechanical overhaul, they have removed that and you now have a free moving 360 degree camera, which to brilliant effect... Uh, when you're in those open chasms, you're seeing full body three D, uh, full body third person, where you're seeing the full scope of the room. But as you walk into uh, walk into that hallway, it pulls in, it closes up right behind. They're almost like a Resident Evil two remake esque shooting down, you know, holding down the barrel kind of a really locked in, claustrophobic feel, and that really sort of nailed that I think as well. Yeah. Uh, and with that, they've now included a flashlight button. So with this being set in the underground catacombs, it's going to be dark. It's going to be dark all the time. And But with the flashlight, they're, they're implying this sort of risk-reward setup with the idea is if you turn that flashlight on, yes, you see, but you are going to move slower. So yes, you'll see the thing that's hunting you potentially, but that means it might catch you. So I think there'll be a lot of either having my brightness up at full or just <laughs> slowly walking through a bunch of hallways. Yeah. Um, another thing that they have changed up is uh, they talk about getting uh, feedback from their players. Mm. And one of the things they got a lot of feedback was the... Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? The difficulty spike in some of the quick time events that they had in their previous titles. So now, QTEs have their own difficulty settings. So you can change the way that uh, they work inside the game. You can slow if you're not as quick as you need to be for a quick time event. You can set them to like an easy mode, and they're slower, giving you more time to hit those button prompts in time. If or you wanna, even if, if you are sort of abilities challenge, you might have to yeah. press it as hard. You might, you might want to press as once, press and hold. Uh, it looks as mm. if they've gone a bit more of that adaptability sort of way, which is amazing. Yeah, and then obviously you can go the other way. You can jack the difficulty up. Uh, so you have a shorter time window to hit those QTEs before the bad stuff happens. Yeah. Uh, and then, but there is, a, there is a difficulty setting overall by the looks. We're looking mm -hmm. for an sort of an easy, a medium, and a no holds barred, which means you are probably going to get jacked or Triple H is going to come in and uh, go at you with a pair of plies. That's what I connect to uh, no holds barred, which is amazing. 
But in good news, of course, it is coming across all platforms. It's coming to PS5, it's coming to PS4, which is what we primarily care about, and it'll be on Series X, Xbox X, PC, all that, all that sort of garbage. So we're going to have um, at least some sort of next-gen support. Now, the first thing that I really noticed in the gameplay footage that, that we have, and I'm, hopefully you're seeing it now, is lighting and especially moving into the next generation with ray tracing being a big thing uh like the the system god ray sort of things as lights are coming in from above and it's looking pretty and it's with the idea around the flashlight and darkness i think we're going to see the full scope of that of that high dynamic range of that ray tracing i'm excited man like i said that's the one thing that i've noticed so far in ps5 is that things are shiny things are pretty and lighting is awesome yeah. So they didn't go into any, uh, apart from saying that there was going to be some improved graphical fidelity, they didn't talk about any uh, being a third-party title. They didn't talk about any, uh, for example, DualSense support or any of the 3D audio or anything like that, which makes sense because obviously it is coming to all platforms. Uh, so being third-party, they probably didn't have that incentive to to push for those things, which is which is fine. Uh, yeah, the and, fidelity, and the, the graphic and fidelity boost is quite nice, though. The team themselves haven't really aligned with any uh, yeah. any particular uh, uh, platform, so they're, they're not mm. like unlike you know Resident Evil, which Capcom is across both platforms, but because they work primarily with PlayStation, they were able to put that support in there. Yeah, where the team here have not really laid down anything specific, so they're just kind of going where they need, which is cool. Uh, so the game so game modes one of the great features that have come out of the previous games is the multiple ways to play and that continues here as well um especially around the idea of uh you know playing with your friends online on the couch etc so they mentioned that there are four made playing modes the first one being a uh what have i written my handwriting is so disgusting. It's, the, it's, the sh- it's the shared story which is the online play with a friend there's the movie night which is that you can have up to five players in the same room uh, either doing uh, controller passes, or if you have five controllers, you can do it that way. I believe. Yeah, I don't know. And then how has five dual senses? Crazy people. Now, people who can afford five, I guess. And then you have the two single player pars. You have the theatrical version and the and the Snyder cut or the curator's cut. <laughs> it's four by three. It's black and white, and Ben Affleck's in it. No. Uh, <laughs> So, this, so is what, the, this is what's really interesting. Is these two different versions of the same single player? Yeah. So the uh, the curator's cut is uh, I have written it was a pre order bonus. I'll have to double check that. Uh, um, it is a pre order bonus. Yeah. So if you do pre order the game, you get access to this different cut of the game. And what it's essentially doing in the main single player is that you will see the game from a in the same events from a different perspective. Yeah. Uh, so there's going to be like additional scenes additional approaches everything like that seems a lot to be hidden behind a pre-order i might add yeah uh it, it's interesting to see to see if it'll be added at a later date for those who didn't pre-order um but it is a pretty big incentive to get that pre-order bonus because it does specifically say that there there will be scenes that aren't included in the theatrical cut mm. in the curated cut I, so I do wonder whether it's something you can get you can pay for later because yeah. I, you know anyone that is a big fan of these games, the whole idea of these games is replayability and going through it again and again and again. And I think people would be pretty pissy if there's a whole section of the game that they cannot access just because they didn't pre-order the game. 
because you know yeah. pre-order culture is, is is something that for a bigger discussion and i know many I, I don't pre-order games myself anymore unless i can unless i can avoid it uh it's like sorry unless i can't avoid it but um yeah it's uh it's interesting yeah but it's all right it's all good um but this is the, yeah there was that big hunk of gameplay itself we saw it we we saw both a theatrical cut and a curated cut so it was a same scene it was involving uh nick k which is one of the characters in one of the five characters that you play uh he is the partner of ashley teasdale's character rachel k uh who she's a cia officer and i believe he is too uh and then the other is but a gentleman by the name of uh jason my handwriting is bad uh and it's it's how they would see it right so th yeah. that's that's the scenario so what we're seeing is they're both coming into the area coming into the underground after the earthquakes taken place uh I, I believe it was uh jason oh sorry it was nick sorry who had seen something and do with the dialogue options that we know from the previous games because that mechanic is still the same he's gone hey dude i've seen something nah but in the other version, the person's coming to you and saying that, and then you get to respond with like, hey man, you're crazy, or yeah, I believe you, and whatever, whatever. Yeah, so the the, the game director speci uh, mentioned that um, the, the, the difference in the two scenes was also the fact that one of those characters outranks the other character. Yes. So there's that different uh, leadership dynamic between them two, giving you obviously the different dialogue options and, and whatnot. So, that so was, yeah, that, you are know, you that playing was, character? Do you, yeah, you know, so this person outranks this person? Would would as this character make that decision? Yeah. And then, of course, we see it all go badly because we we come to find the gentleman hanging by like a barbed wire fence from the top of the cave, clicky noises everywhere. We see we see a woman get straight yoinked out of a, out of the out of the darkness, or sorry, into the darkness, and then uh, yeah, chaos ensues. Yeah. Uh, is there anything that we've missed? I don't think so. We covered we covered a lot. Um, yeah, so look, yeah. I said a lot of it you would have seen in the footage that I have overlaid over this edit as well. Um, so hopefully you understand where we're coming from. But it was a great thing to sit down and watch for the full twenty minutes. I don't know about you. I was already pretty excited for this coming off the back of Little Hope. Man in Madonna, I was a bit flat on. I loved Little Hope because it gave me nothing but sweet Silent Hill vibes, and yeah. with with this giving me like a, a like unapologetic aliens uh, predator feel, it's a it's it's thumbing up for me already. From what we have seen so far, I am excited to check it out. There was no release date given, if I'm no, mistaken, they did just say did, 2021, so we, we presume probably around Octobery. Uh, which is where we saw it drop last year. And I believe, uh, actually, no, Man of Madame was August from memory. So yeah. it's probably got, you know, with the whole global bastard, it's very likely it's pushed a little bit back. But um, it sounds like it sounds like a good October game for me. I ain't complaining. Yeah, I mean, if it comes out, you know, Halloween style, that'd be... Yeah, that would be very, very nice. Like, Grant doesn't have the Halloweeny feel to it. It's got no, the, no, definitely know, not. You know, especially <laughs> compared to uh, compared to uh, uh, what was it called? The other one. I just, I just said a little hope. 
Um, right. But you know, I'm we are, I, I'm personally quite excited. A, I'm also very excited for it to do well uh, because it is part of my 2021 video games draft. Out of all the games that I have that haven't released this year or won't release this year, this game is one of them, and it will hopefully release this year. So I have, I have a lot personally invested in the Metacritic of this game, even though we have no control over that. That's the whole <laughs> point. Uh, but I'm I'm very hopeful. And as I've in the last couple of years had a recent turn into uh, spooks games and really really enjoying them, um, I think this this might make the cut as well. Yeah. Any final thoughts, Max? Or are we Dunskis? I mean, the the big one is definitely just the going back to it. I know we mentioned it a while ago, but it, just how different this game is going to play purely because you can you have a player controlled camera now. Yeah. So. Yeah, and I think that having the whole set, like it's set in a more recent time, like 2003, like it's set internationally, like it's, and it's it's entirely set within some ancient temple, like it's yeah. not going to have that groundedness that say a Little Hope did or Man of Medan did because like, well, I can contextualize a boat. I can contextualize a small village, but I can't contextualize a, a scary temple. <laughs> you know I mean? But anyways, big thank you to the team of Bandai and Cold Australia for, for, for allowing us to get involved in this opportunity. We really do appreciate it. Let us know what you guys think of the footage, uh, of what we've had to say here in comments below, Twitter, Discord, Instagram, all those links are in that below area. Uh, in our if, below area. <laughs> in, our, in our below area. If you've liked what we've had to say here and you want to hear us more, you can check our weekly PlayStation podcast. It's called For the Players, the Popsy PlayStation podcast. Max and I do it every week. It's literally blasted on Max's chest right now. Uh, yes, we, we record every Saturday uh, live on Twitch, 4 p.m., and then it goes up every Monday morning on both your U- on this YouTube channel as well as our podcast services. So if you like that, come check that we, out. We really need to put up a disclaimer saying that uh, we'll not always be on 4 p.m. Saturdays. Nine times out of ten. It's, 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 we, we, we always stream it on Twitch on the weekend, but yeah. it is yeah, the day may vary on that once, once in a month time. <laughs> but until then... I'm Ryan Betson. I'm Max Cooper. And that was some rad discussion around Dark Pictures, House of Ashes.